guys, what's up? Uh, my name is Nikhil. Hi, Nikhil. My name's Francisco. What's up? And we are uh, two college students here at the University of Illinois. And uh, we, uh, we are really, really into anime, so we decided to start a podcast. Yeah, I was very supportive with this idea. Yes. And we had to think about, uh, we thought about one to watch from the previous season. Right now it is October, close to Halloween, less than a week away from Halloween. The year is 2019. Recently, this, uh, this certain anime from Yvoda, which just finished airing, it's called Demon Slayer. I'm sure you've all heard of it at some point. Or not. It's or cool. Not. <laughs> it's a really popular anime that's been like hitting mainstream quite a bit. The, the, the movie is coming up and the trailer has already dropped for it. So we decided to talk about it in our first episode, mainly because it would appeal to everyone. And I think a lot of people have heard of it. And it's something pretty popular. So we wanted to give it a try. Yeah, dude. It's got the whole family aspect going for him. I personally think the story is like super generic, though. I love the story. <laughs> Wait, why? It's it's so simple. It's so lovable. Fucking Tanjiro is Jesus. Okay, in, yeah. In all in all in all honesty, Nezuko is like one of the most like lovable characters yeah. I've ever seen in like a shonen anime. What a what a good sister character. Yeah, she's a great sister character. But I feel like. It's like I I definitely don't expect it to be realistic because this is about demons in a world of like where demons exist, which is very fantasy-ish. What time period is it? It's like nineteen twenty, right? Yeah, During it's like, the time? It's, yeah, it's, like it's the so cool. Early eighteen hundreds, early nineteen. Like you got that whole mix of like Japan industrializing, you got the lights going on. Yeah, I think it's really it's cool sick. that they incorporate like fantasy elements into the fact that it's like the industrial revolution that's going on in Japan at the moment. Yeah. So it kind of gives it like a more realistic vibe, which I think is really. It's, cool. I wouldn't say realistic, but I say like weirdly modern. Like it's a time of like demons and like shit like that, right? That's true. Yeah. But you still have shit like technology, and it's like eventually it's gonna like get weeded out. It's what you would imagine. Right, but the technology is really basic. It's, it's basic, like, but it's, it's like, like it's so wild. It's just a, there's a train, man. They got trains. <laughs> so it's true. If they, if they have plumbing, it's actually something. Yeah. So that's not too bad. It's it's like it's a time period that you don't imagine would like coexist with one another. It's like All right, contradict because you got swords and then you have guns. Yeah, it's like it's like back to back. So you just wouldn't expect it. Yeah. I think it's really cool though that the demons are like almost impervious to pretty much anything except like certain objects, which makes it so that they aren't completely busted, aka yeah. like bleach where like the main character is just obscene and just cannot die. Like, I love the fact that, like, in this story, we're given more of, like, a realistic kind of vibe, almost, where Tanjiro can actually get hurt, even though, like, that dude just refuses to, like, die or, get like, actually get hurt. Yeah. He's much more of a human character, which I think is really cool. Um, yeah, he, yeah, the author respects injuries and the human body's yes, limits. which I love. And yeah. I think, like, more shonen should do that, because I feel like a lot... One of the biggest problems with Jordan is just the over-the-top realization of characters, especially with people like Naruto. Bro, like, but that's some of the fun, man. You see all I the, guess that is true. Like, look at all the fucking Naruto runs they have going on and all the over-dramatics. Like, oh, Sasuke. <laughs> Naruto. Yo, that's like, I don't know. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a calling sign for, like, most anime when people think about it. That and, like, you, you get pulled into it. It's like... The, uh. I think that's the whole point of it, which yeah. makes it... But that's probably yeah, that's probably why we like it so much because like it's not common. But that's why I'm really iffy on it though, because like I feel like it's so generic, right? Because uh, I feel like it still carries those shonen elements of like, bro, who doesn't like friendship and like supernatural see, it powers? It appeals to everyone. I'm not saying it doesn't, but I think that it it would be much better if it was kind of more niche or at the same time something like you know, 
you're talking about that whole appealing to everyone, something that's super interesting. It's super Japanesey. It is. And like, there's no way awesome. American can like localize exactly. that thing. Exactly, which is why like I'm I'm actually kind of excited to see it in dub, mainly because like I can't like when I watch that show. I can't imagine their voices in anything other than Japanese. It's so perfect. Especially with, like, the environment. The aesthetics. Yeah, everything it's is so just Japan. beautiful. It's so Japanese. And so, like, for example, when I watched Full Metal Alchemist, I watched it in the English dub, I'm sorry to say. Um, and I actually I... loved it in the English dub because I thought it fit the characters really well. Because Edward and Alphonse were both German, so it felt more European. Like Are they German? Was... I don't know. Oh, is that the, like, idea? I don't, I haven't read anything about it. Yeah, they, they, I'm pretty sure they they were meant to be charities. They were, they were, we can they discuss were that in another episode. Um, but because it felt more English to me, it felt more right that it was in English. Yeah. So it's going to be really interesting to see them dub it. Your portable um, dubs have been pretty interesting. You got Fate Zero as a dub, which was pretty true. solid. That and then true. you have Madoka Magica. Not a Madoka fan of Madoka Magica. Not a ma- yeah. Wait, no, 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 no. no. That's, that's Shaft. That's not... That's, that's not, not Shaft. Yeah, uh, yeah, what, what's not another really one that you foldable does? Uh, you got, okay, they're known for Fate. They're known for fate. They're known for some of their uh, worst stuff. Um, I mean, they have like Garden of Sinners, which is still in the Faith universe. Yeah, that is true. But, which is like one of the first movies that like got them into prominence, right? They have like seven films, and everyone's yeah. You photo was super good with the CGI stuff. Like, oh my god, oh yeah, Tanjiro in the in the wave in his sword. Exactly, it's beautiful. It, it, What's it reminds me of a of a piece of art actually that I think was created in. Japan. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's the picture of the waves from Japan. Yeah, so like that, like I think what I love about that animation specifically, what I think makes Demon Slayer so special is the animation. Because that animation kind of brings Demon Slayer to life. Yeah. I feel like the story does it so much justice, but the animation really takes it over the top. Which That's I think true. is what makes Demon Slayer so special. Araka right. that's currently airing right now, right? Uh, we don't talk about my hero. We don't talk about my hero. <laughs> I mean, it's up to you. The wild. Yeah, we'll we'll discuss hero on that. It's exciting, but um, yeah, it's just interesting to see how like the animation kind of flows really well. It's almost like the animation almost feels like water in a sense, which is really fitting, which I think is awesome. But it's more than that. It's like every detail is just so perfect, which I think is what makes this anime just so lovable, and like. It just makes it like cute and adorable, but at the same time, like it's just so detailed and so like beautiful. Yeah, it's, it's like you, a work of art. It's all you photo CGI, like combined with like two D animation, that makes it like so smooth. Exactly. That, it's weird. You I think it makes it like I think it's one of the more unique shows out there. Oh no, for sure, because I feel like the story is average. The quality the is so high. The quality is like you might as just like movies. You yeah. expect a different movie, not from like. A weekly airing show. No, exactly, which is insane. insane. And then like, and the animation quality is like movie level, but then the story level is like meet average. It makes it overall. Like, I actually really show. like that. I don't feel like there's a lot of like family related things, in anime. Like actually, like general family, like like not like because there's a bunch of shonen animes that like says, yeah, your friends, you know, they're they're like your family, but no, but this was like genuine. Yeah, like, like family. Your family. Like Tanjiro, like, what's the premise? Tanjiro comes back from selling stuff. In the village, and his entire family gets killed by a demon. Right, but like it and also has that like generic kind of like, okay, now I have to go fight, I have to go train again. Oh my god, I'm gonna get better in the span of a few episodes. Now I'm gonna become a beast, and I'm gonna kill all these people. But let's be real here, Tanjiro is gonna do that. And um, I have not myself read too far into the manga, but I have read a little bit ahead, and um, yeah, I mean like he does become pretty powerful. Spoiler, spoiler alert. Uh, so. 
it would be it would definitely be something to keep in mind. Tanjiro's such a nice guy. He's a nice. I feel like I, I don't know. Family. I feel like a lot of shonen characters are inherently like that, though, especially main characters. They're supposed to be like nice and like really upbeat, and yeah. I think Tanjiro kind of embodies that. Oh, one of the coolest things I think that um, Demon Slayer does is like they're not they don't shy away from showing like some really grotesque moments, which I think is really unique because I feel like in a lot of shonen they do that, but at the same time like there's some things you just don't see. But in Demon Slayer, they don't really shy away from that. So you see, like, a disembodied head. Or, like, oh, bro, I wouldn't know, man. I've been desensitized so much. I, I, like, at this point, it's like, yeah, it's a disembodied head. Yeah, it's it is what it is. <laughs> wow, this is a huge... Before we continue, uh, I should have said this at the beginning. Uh, all this is a big spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. If you have not watched Demon Slayer, please don't listen to this podcast <laughs> that you have. Uh, I, did, I mean, I don't even think we like mentioned anything like specific. <laughs> You just kept mentioning it. It's like, yo, the story's pretty generic. Don't worry about it. Just yeah. look at how pretty it is. I mean, like, once, I really like it, man. I think once we get more into detail, um, then uh, just just a word of warning from here on out, we're gonna really analyze a specific episode. So if you have not watched Demon Slayer, word of warning, I would recommend stopping this podcast, watching the episode, and then listening to the rest of the podcast. Um, that was the most advice. They might just watch it because there's so much stuff on Twitter. That is true. Bro, it's, it's another thing that's super interesting is that the volume sales for this year for manga, like Demon Slayer is pretty out there. It's almost going to pass uh, One Piece. It is almost going to pass One Piece. It might have passed One Piece. I don't know. Last time I checked, people were going crazy about it. They were ha- they had a short printing over in Japan because people kept buying the Tankobon volumes. I think what's interesting is that because of how like popular the anime has gotten, I think it's the... It, boosted the manga sales by quite oh, a bit. Oh, for sure. And the manga and the anime definitely are, like, intertwined for, like, any manga or anime series. So, um, this goes for movies, too. For example, like, Marvel movies. Because of the increase in sales for Marvel, uh, Marvel, and Marvel movies and whatnot, uh, comic book sales have increased as well, which is pretty cool to see, and a lot of people are getting more and more into it. And it's, beca- it's becoming more and more part of our culture. And yeah. I think anime and manga are kind of, like, at a high point at the moment of where, like, if the anime becomes really, really popular, the manga will obviously become really, yeah. really popular. Yeah, what was the last time this happened? Was like the last time someone got close for One Piece was uh, Attack on Titan, but they sadly they did not beat, they did not dethrone One Piece that year in twenty thirteen. Was it? Yeah, and they got close, but One Piece is a titan in of itself. Um, yeah. Again, that is for a future episode that we will talk about. But uh, yeah, One Piece is like. Yeah, One Piece is a monster, so it's just exciting how close like Demon Slayer has gotten to it. Yeah, it's crazy. And like honestly, I'm really excited to see the success of Demon Slayer. I think it has it's shown that it has like a bunch of potential. The animation and the quality is just fantastic. Yeah. You know who um, else is excited? The story is pretty good. Like everything kind of just works. Which it's like bleach to bleach two point almost. Because it's aesthetics, because it's super Japanese sword it's fighting. Super Japanese sword fighting, but more than that, like it has a really similar bleach feel. And in my opinion, I remember watching the first five episodes for the first time, and then I thought it was so similar to Bleach, and I realized, like, I feel like this is what Bleach wanted to be, but just could not achieve. Rest in peace, Taikubo. Yo, rest in peace. I don't know what he's doing, but I love his art. (laughs) Rest in peace. Uh, It's probably fine. kind of brings us back to, like, Votable 2. Oh, yeah. They're super excited to make this go well. Cause, oh, um, yeah. Wasn't it this year that they got, like, tax evasion? Yeah, they got tax evasion, <laughs> dude. They went bankrupt. They didn't have money. The CEO <laughs> stepped down and apologized. Yeah, for, like, it was yeah, bad. We, we, we stole literally money. needed 
Demon Slayer to go well. Like, their yeah. entire company was essentially riding on Demon Slayer. Which is crazy. I would imagine. I don't know. Like, studios usually, eventually, you, like, you see that they, like, get shut down, and you're like, but they were doing so well. It's like, did you ever buy anything of them? It's like, nah. Nah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, yeah, they... crazy. Uh, that's another... Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of curious to see, like, where they're going to go with that, and, like, how... Like, how much money they made in the last few... Like, the last quarter, and, like... I'm really happy that they're, they're making the movie and they haven't officially confirmed season two, but let's be real here. Season two is going to happen. And um, I'm hoping Affordable will continue to like, succeed, uh, yeah. especially with Demon Slayer. They're one of the best in the business. They're up there, in my opinion, with Madhouse. I like Shaft. I mean, they also have like Akira Matsushima, who um, helped animate um, Hunter x Hunter. Which is really was he cool. was he a key animator? Uh, he was a key animator. Was he for Hunter like Hunter. He, for Hunter he, Hunter? Yeah, he was actually one of the key animators to create the boys and like their whole design and everything. I think Hunter what the Hunter Hunter special was different. I think Hunter Hunter was more like the story for me personally. Um, so that might I I definitely view Hunter Hunter and Demon Slayer as like two very different um kind of like niche animes, even though they're both like shonen. Like, I view them differently because yeah. of, like, how different their approach was. I think that's something interesting we should probably talk about. Whenever people mention Shoni, it's like an idea they have in their head. Although, like, the translation of Shoni just means boy. Yeah. In, Jap- in Japanese, but, like, in the I West. Mean, their, their audience definitely like, appeals to, like, males. The that male demographic. Younger, teenage, adolescent. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Early 20s. I mean, Oda has come out and said, like, I don't write One Piece for yeah. girls. I, re- I write One Piece for, like, 14 Yeah, so he's just showing Jump, yeah, but, like, from the West, because of all the shows that have been coming up, the shonen it, itself has become a genre. What Even, I think is really cool, no, though, is not. the creator of... Um, Which one? Um, Demon Slayer is a female. On Twitter, author doesn't, like, identify as being, like, male or female. It's just... They don't want their identity to be known, pretty much. Which is really fair. I mean, like... With, but because of that, the West has just thought, oh, it's gotta be a woman. It's gotta, right. Why? And then that's how most people, like, because whenever someone re- reads that, they don't, like, double-check, and they're just like, well, it doesn't matter, I guess it's female, so they just, like, mention author being female. But the author themselves has felt, like, pretty, like, if, like, whenever the author hears that the West, can, like, thinks that 100% they're female, they're like, yeah, this is pretty awkward for me, although probably, if they are female, they, they wouldn't care, they just want to, like, remain, like, anonymous for the fact that they just want to focus on their story. And have nothing to do with them themselves as a person reflecting the quality of their story. Which I think is really cool. And I think that I'm I'm noticing that a lot more manga artists are doing that. Or maybe you're just noticing now. Yeah, maybe I'm I'm personally just noticing. But I think um it's really cool that people are doing that, mainly because then it doesn't detract anything from the art or the story that they're trying to tell. Um and it kinda makes it much more standalone, which I find amazing. Yeah. And I think a lot more manga artists should do that. Unfortunately, with like, with things like One Piece that's been going on for like twenty plus years, for like, other like many many more manga or anime, um, it's harder to do that, especially with been going on for longer. So yes. I think what's interesting is to see whether Demon Slayer will be able to keep that up. Uh, to to remain anonymous for the rest of the. With, yeah, yeah, like I wonder if it's a possibility. Um, I don't think I personally don't think it is because. As Demon Slayer becomes more and more popular, more and more people will want to know who is behind this, like who, who started it, who made it. So like, yeah. I'm sure his or her name will be revealed very soon. Like um, actual name, right? Because this is probably name, this yeah. is probably like a pseudonym. Who knows? Um, maybe it's a real name, and we just don't Google it. Yeah. Even then, it might be a generic name. I'm not gonna Google it. 
Yeah, that is true. I mean, like, let's be real here. We're lazy. We're college students. We're kind of lazy. But at the same time... Might be um, other people. I, th- I, just, I just think, like, once he or she comes out, once he or she goes to a Comic-Con or something, and then we'll get a better idea. But if it is a female, I think it's really, really cool, and it's really, really good. Who's another female in the business? Is the author of Homer Artemis is female, Oh, too? yeah, she is. She's, uh, she was fantastic. <laughs> she's <laughs> good. Afrofe was honestly one of the best anime I've watched yeah. in a long, long time. So, yeah. like, oh. I personally am a big fan of Afrofe. It got me, it, that was the anime that got me. I have, um, I have so, a confession, yeah. dude. I'll wait for the softball for I didn't. I didn't watch all of Homer Alchemist. Okay, we'll watch it. <laughs> we'll watch it. I we was will, so young watch, that I watched we it weekly. Watch all of it. And I know it. pieces of it. I know what happens. I just think, oh, man, but I feel like I know everything about it. But I never, like, oh, full stream out watched it. It's, it's not like Demon Slayer where the art is really the center focus. Even though the art is, or the animation, in my opinion, is fantastic. It's more the story and how emotional the story is. And, like... This actually kind of goes back to your point of, like, it being a family, right? With Tanjiro and Nezuko. Yeah. Um, it's really similar with Alphonse. Oh, yeah, you're right. I didn't even... And Lord. Lord. Yeah, it's they're a... both brothers. And, like, they're kind of... It's like dub against the world. It's and so wrong. And Demon Slayer kind of has that same aspect of, like, dub against the world. Yeah. Which I think is kind of awesome. And they're actually direct family, too, in both yeah. circumstances. Which kind of provides for, like, a really unique feel. Because yeah, The family are... aspect of it is probably what makes it, like, really universal. I think the fact that, like, a lot of, um, in a lot of anime and manga, it's been like, oh my god, it has to be my friend, or like, my friend's my family, or my teacher's my family. Which is nice, a Which nice is, message. Yeah, I mean, I'm not discounting that at all. But, like, when it's directly your family, I feel like it's different. And, oh. like, I think it definitely hits harder with a lot of people, mainly because, like... People have siblings. Yeah, exactly, right? Like, what would you do for your sibling in that circumstance? Yeah, I have siblings, and just watching Tanjiro do all this stuff for your sister's like, man, why are you, why are you such a good guy? Yo, wait, would you do the same thing? I don't know, man. I don't, I don't, would you? I don't have siblings. <laughs> uh, I have cousins, but I would not, I don't know if I'd do it for my cousins while I'm being loyal with you right now. But, uh, that's why I could usually relate to, like, the fact where it was like, oh, my friends are my siblings. Like, I can understand that because I personally don't have siblings. But I think it's really cool because a majority of people have siblings. Yeah. So it's really cool for them to be able to relate to, oh, my God, this is, like, this is, a, like, maybe this is what I would do for my sibling. If yeah, I probably. Yeah, siblings just get better as you age. Yeah, they do. It's just like. And I think, I think it's really cool that in, like, um, I think with Tanjiro and Nezuko's relationship, I think it's really cool that they were close from the beginning. Um, I think it provides like they're a really so cool young dynamic. too. Tanjiro's what? Thirteen? Like, was he thirteen in the beginning? He's like 12, 13. He's not that old. He's fifteen currently, right? After like I thought he was running sixteen, but yeah, probably running. Probably he probably is fifteen, going on sixteen, and yeah, his sister's fourteen. Yeah, they're not. They're not that. They're old. young, but fuck. on that topic. Zenitsu is probably one of the best characters. Like, I love him oh, yeah, so Zen- much. Zenitsu is uh, Tanjiro's one of his two friends that he accompanies him, Yeah, right? and Inosuke, for those of you Yeah, okay, so it's um, Zenitsu, the lightning sword dude, and Inosuke, which is a metaphor for toxic male masculinity, right? <laughs> really? Nah, he's just, he just... No, he's just... I don't know, maybe. I mean, on Twitter. I mean, it probably is because, like, of his female, female-ish face, which I think is really funny. Yeah. Um, I, it kind of, like, brings that parallel. So Inosuke like, has no shirts. Complete six pack, for 15, 14 year old, and no, then he I, wears I a boar's, boar's head. Boar's yeah, boar's head because he's embarrassed to show his actual face, which is really really beautiful. Yeah, it's like super feminine features, like whoa. Yeah, but like, 
But Zanetsu, I feel like, is one of those characters that's just so real and so relatable. Bro. Like, if I were in that situation, I would be him. Like, yeah. no cap, that would be me. What's his deal? Like, he got sold off, and then, like, a demon slayer, like, took him as an apprentice. And, like, and he didn't want anything. He was like, dude, I just, I just, I just want to chill. Like, like, why just, are you doing this like, to me? I, like, my family sold me. Or did he steal? Okay, point is, he got into the death of the, the sword guy. And the sword guy took custody of him. And the sword dude, the master was like, I will teach you the sword. And Zanetsu's like, I just, I just don't want to do that. Yeah, <laughs> just, he just does it. And I, mean, I think it's really cool that, like, he's, like, always scared to go into, like, new yeah. battles and stuff. Because I feel like, let's be real here, that would be any one of us. Like, if any one of us were put in that situation... I would be the exact same way. I think one of the best introductions we've gotten of him was when Tanjiro was walking across the uh, field and he was like begging a girl to marry him. I thought that was beautiful because it's like so funny. I thought he's it's such a real one. Like the reality of a demon slayer is that you can die at any moment, right? Yeah. And I think Zenitsu like begging for his life or like begging for like wanting an actual life was kind of amazing because I feel like he just every like anyone and everyone would be doing the same yeah, thing. Yeah, poor and woman. She was just helping him out and then he like instantly <laughs> fell in love. He's like, marry me, have my kids. Yo, and she had a boyfriend too. I was like, she that's did? a big oh risk. That was a big risk. I felt kind of bad for the guy. Uh, but I was like, dude, I feel you. I feel you on a personal level because I would be the exact same way. It's okay. He has, he's, he, well, now he's in love with, like, Tanjiro's sister, Nezuko. Nezuko, yeah. He's like, yo, Nezuko's really cute, but she's a demon. It's like, but she's really cute. Oh. <laughs> yo, their, their whole, their whole dynamic, I think, is really sweet. Because, like, it kind of embodies what, um, what I feel like your typical shonen relationship, I think, should be. Just what? because, like, you have your two, like, really close friends, who you always travel with, great. You all, you have your sister, but at the same time, like, the bond between them, and, like, each one of them has their own flaws, but they're really real characters. You know what? That's actually really interesting. So, and I think, like, a lot of anime, um, or a lot of shonen specifically, just doesn't have that, with the exception oh, well, like of, a group? like, FMA has that, Hunter Hunter has that. Like, you mean, like, as a like, group of people? Yeah, because, like, Naruto, I never felt that from Naruto. I never felt I never felt that from One Piece. I love One Piece. But you don't feel... Yeah, there's not enough of them, like, hanging yeah, out yeah, together. Yeah, there's... time skip, I feel like, when they were gathering the crew, they, like... Yeah, was... there was more, like... Well, with, with One Piece, I think it's unique because, like, every arc is kind of their own thing. But again, we'll have a separate... We'll have separate episodes for One Piece. Yeah, One Piece is big. Oh, we like One Piece, uh, guys. If you don't like One Piece, it's okay. Yeah, but we love it. So, it, like, like talk about it. as my friend puts it, one of the best things about One Piece is how long it is, and one of the worst things about One Piece is how long it yeah, is. Yeah, exactly. I think, like, it, pro- it makes the characters really fleshed out. Yeah. And, like, I think that's what... That's one of my... Actually, one of my small complaints with Demon Slayer. I love the anime. I think it's fantastic. Yeah. I do wish, though, sometimes that we saw more interactions between Nezuko, um, Tanjiro, and his younger siblings and his Pers- family. Yeah, that's and a different family. I wanted to see more of his family. Like, we only saw Dude, them in the bro. first episode, and they, they, they just... Big spoiler alert, they just died. And, <laughs> yeah. um, you're like, okay, cool. Like, I get that's how he, like, because of Demon Slayer. But I felt like those first five episodes, they... I, it felt really fast. And you know, like... You're not the only one. One of my friends just recently started watching, and he's like, he watched it. It was pretty fast paced, and he mentions like, yo, if this was like 50 episodes stretched out, I wouldn't have minded. Yeah, but like, pace honestly, is pretty difficult. Something I, I personally would have wanted to see more, just because like I felt like there was so much to it, where it would be it would have been really nice to see more of Tanjiro's dynamic and yeah. more more of his father, 
We know very little about his father. We just know that, again, spoiler alert. He's also dead. He's also dead. I mean... He was dead before his other family. Would, I mean, yeah. He, but like, he was a sickly man. Yeah, but, like, it would have been cool to see, like, his father in some sense, or, like, more of his father. Actually... Which I think we will be soon. Something that was really weird is, like, we saw so little of him in that, in that episode 19, when he got that flashback, for some reason, I teared up. And I didn't see a single bit of this man before. It's like, what? I don't understand. I haven't seen a bit of him, but, like, somehow it drove me to these emotions out of me. And I, I, think, I think what makes it, like, I think that... It was, it was an amazing scene. And the director oh, no, did really sure. well. I don't understand. Like, he, he just... This director just did magic. He did? I didn't see I didn't see the dad at all before that. And now you get a flashback of Tanjiro as a youngster. And you see his dad do this, like, family, like, ritual. And it's just... It's, just, it's got me, man. Yeah, and it was no. like before that we didn't see anything about the family, and they just like the mom and dad appeared. I'm done. I think that's kind of cool though. It was like weird. it kind of brings like a more unique approach to everything, and it was like, whoa, like he actually had a family. <laughs> he actually had a life before this, and the whole point. What I think was really really um, interesting about that part was the fact that we never really like we knew about. Tanjiro and Nezuko's bond. Obviously, they love each other. They're family. They're brother and sister. They have a lot going for them. But we never saw Tanjiro's entire... We never really got to see his family. So when we saw those flashbacks, I think that kind of showed a little bit more of his like bond with his family, what his family meant to him. And this all happened during episode 19, which was arguably one of the best episodes in the series, not just because of the animation, but for me, it was just so emotional because you saw Tanjiro fighting for his life but the last things he was thinking about before he did it was like, my family was everything to me, you and know. I only have one member of my family left, and I need to protect them. Yeah. And that goes back to the our topic of what would you do for your brother and sister? And in this case, like, his sister was the only person he had left. Yeah. Which I think was, and the way they did it was just really beautiful because he kind of, I felt like before he did it, he knew if he did not succeed in killing. Uh, one of the lower the lower six, I believe. The lower five, I think. Yeah, one of the lower demons, that, what, the yeah. 12 demons that follow Muzan. Yeah. Muzan so being the him, big demon. He knew he would die. They have to slay. Yeah. Because the idea is that he's a demon that attacked his family, right? Yeah, exactly. And he's also the demon who makes other demons. Yeah. The yeah. first demon. Just, yeah, yeah. But by the way, they're going on an adventure to make, to turn his sister into a human. Yeah. yeah. If you haven't already gathered, I hope that yeah. you have. Yeah, if, if you just thought he was going around just killing other demons <laughs> out of him being just a for fun. revengeful guy. No, he's a, he's, he's a really nice dude. Yeah, so I think it's really cool that they kind of play off the whole family trope. And I think it's kind of nice because it provides a more human aspect to Tanjiro that I think a lot of main characters and a lot of shonen just don't have. Yeah. And going off of that too, I love how... After every every time that Tanjiro battles a demon, he learns a little bit about that demon. Yeah. So he learns what they were like in real life, what they were like as a, as as humans, what they did to become demons, why they became demons. I think that not very many shonens, save a few, really humanize their villains. Um, they're all disposable. <laughs> yeah, they're all disposable. Um, Naruto is a big example of this. Oh, poor Naruto. Bleach, huge example of this. I love Bleach, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I just think, like, that the fact that we can see the villains actually as humans, or they were actually good people, 
makes it a really unique experience. No, they weren't even good people. They were just, they were just mad people. They're just, well, I, some of them were really good though, right? One of them, I think, I think that one of the boys. The music, the music dude. Music? Oh yeah, he was just he was just bullied and stuff. He was, he was bullied. He was like shit on, and he was like, "Well, I can't." And then he got this. filled with rage. He was basically a failed musician, and he was like, "I don't." And know a failed what to artist do. too, right? But then I thought it was really cool how at the end Hanjo was like, "I really like your music," and I was like, "Damn, that 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 got to me," because like, I, to me that was like, that was kind of like, it wasn't just wholesome, but it was almost full circle, which I think was kind of cool. Yeah, which I like. I thought it was I thought it was really unique. I I really do wish more shows would do that. Ah, there's plenty that do it already. You just you just haven't seen them all. Actually, I only notice on the I I only pay attention to the good ones. I don't know. I think, I think it's more I feel like it's more evident in the Demon Slayer. I think it's very evident in Demon Slayer. Yeah. At least they definitely do it in a lot of shonen, like one hundred percent. But I think in Demon Slayer, I think it's a very very brought up trait in Tanjiro, which makes it all the more likable. Exactly. I'm nice guy. I miss Tanjiro. Uh, affordable, interestingly enough, uh, did not always have the success uh, that they had in <laughs> affordable. Phase Zero. Affordable is interesting. They might have like really really good animation, but they've had like some really really weird stuff happen to them. Like I mean, this year they had like the whole tax scandal. The president stepped down. <laughs> he apologized. Like I don't even know. Like I don't know how affordable like got it. Bro, I'd like to talk them. more about affordable and their other stuff. It's super interesting. Cause I like their stuff. Talk about it. No, later. This is like no the other anime like Fate Zero oh, and stuff like in the Garden of Sinners. The Garden of Sinners being a urban supernatural fantasy series about psychological problems and talk. I think the first episode was about suicide. Or the first movie. Oh damn. <laughs> it That's was insane. like yeah, a lot a lot of people can actually enjoy that those series of movies because it's so slow paced. Yeah. They're so slow. I would not recommend it to people, but it's it's nice. I watched it. Uh, movie five was probably the best. I haven't watched all of Affordable's content. Bro, you haven't even seen Fate Zero. I have not. I, but Fate you did. Fate Zero author, the writer of Fate Zero, is Gan Urobuchi, and we recently saw, you saw Madoka Magica, right? I did recently Rid- see Madoka Magica. By the same guy. Spoiler alert, we will be talking about that anime uh, very soon. That dude, bro, next next episode, and I, I think that should be it. Next episode, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, next episode will probably be Madoka yeah, Magica. Yeah, so yeah, we're talking about Madoka Magica next episode, Gan Urobuchi. That guy likes to kill people and have his characters represent concepts. That's the big part of him that makes him a pretty yeah. noticeable. I think that's going to be really interesting yeah. to talk about. Um, and it's really funny how Affordable has had like terrible, terrible anime. But then they've had like... Have they had their... Like, wait, which was one of their words? Oh, wait. They had God Eater. They had God Eater. God yes, Eater. They had God Eater, which was god-awful. Yeah, they, they're usually... Before it was really good at like mixing CGI with like traditional 2D animation, but like God Eater was just awful CGI. Exactly. And I think it's really interesting with Affordable how like they have like such a huge disparity of... It might be because of really bad, there's like really specific good. people that they need on board on certain like projects they don't always have and we don't know those names that is that is true and if we did know those names we can know it's good but we don't <laughs> yo we're free of that too we're yeah but your photo style is definitely like mixing cgi with them if they don't have that it's not be affordable yeah i think affordable is very very known for their cgi all right, all right. it's what makes it it's it, it definitely motion. what makes them a lot more special all right all right well 
I think we're done, guys. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We we this was an interesting discussion. Hope you guys enjoyed. So this um, mostly us talking about like how we uh, like how huge <laughs> credits. We have we did we did do some research, so we did take some, some blogs and oh um, yeah we did whatnot. So I love I love to give credit to comicbook.com, uh, for one of their anime articles. Um, a huge huge shout out, shout out. I'm sorry to Sakugo. Sakuga. So, uh, the Sakuga blog. Uh, yeah. They were fantastic. They had really, really in-depth analyzations of Demon Slayer and many, many other anime. Yeah, Sakuga blog is good to go if you want to like flex your random anime yeah, knowledge. Yeah, if you want to like impress your friends and be like, "Yo, what up?" Like, I know everything about Demon Slayer. Like, I know why, why this episode was pretty. I can yeah. tell you, it's like just so go if you there. Know, like yeah. everything, definitely check that blog out. It's fantastic. We pulled out a lot from there along with some other uh, blogs. So I would highly recommend checking out uh, Sakuga. Uh, excellent blog. Uh, can't, can't speak more highly of it. Uh, we also pulled from AnimeMojo.com. Uh, this was more for the whole scandal with Quotable. Yeah, it's really the just fun. Stuff, which we it's thought was fun. hilarious. Um, definitely give it a look at if you have time. Quotable's uh, whole is history is quite interesting, so it's definitely worth uh, looking at if you get the chance. So, our next episode will be about Madoka Magica. Uh, what is Madoka Magica? <laughs> that, that's a good question. It's about magical girls. Okay, like, that might be a little, like, out there. What are you but... talking about? I love magical girls. <laughs> I, like... I watched Sailor Moon. Okay, chill. I did it, cool. actually. I'm lying. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually recommended not to watch Sailor Moon. Ah, which is really interesting. But, by um, who? From a lot of anime, or anime conventions I've been to, Weird. Sailor Moon is, like, everywhere. Huh. So it's like, uh. but um, Madoka Magica is pr- uh, quite a good anime. Uh, it's about magical girls with a twist. Uh, we will be talking about Madoka Magica, the concepts and like theories and um, what what their director and what the author was trying to portray in the manga and the anime. Yeah, Anthony, uh, he, he's just a writer, by the way. It's an original. It is an original. Yes. Yeah. That's when they were, yeah. Okay, we'll we'll get into that later. Yeah, yeah we'll all get right. Into next the episode for next time. Uh, and thank you so much for watching. Hope you guys have a good one. Uh, expect the next episode within the next two weeks. I no, or, or or more. I'm not. I'm not making promises. We can't make promises, <laughs> but like, I'm. Let's try to get it within the next two. Weeks. All right. Bye. All right. Bye, guys.